When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Coming Up Next on the Schmodown Entertainment Network. My name is Brad Gilmore, but you know me as the Boats, hashtag best of all time. And I'm joined by Jen Sturger. I got to come up with something uh, fun to throw to you because, you know, we're having a very special guest on, and I have a lot of nicknames for him. But mm. you, I, I have the Sturge, and I, you know, I don't have much else. Yeah, I think we really need to work on that. But I think we first need to address why you're standing in front of uh, basically what looks like an Illuminati symbol. You know, um, thirty-three degree masonry is very important to me. No, I, I, I don't, I don't mean that. I don't know. I, you said it was a very aggressive background. I think it's a very beautiful background, to be honest. I'm just with saying, you. with everything going on in the climate of the schmodown right now, and the potential that there's a schmominati out there, I feel like it's a little. Um, you're setting yourself up, buddy. Well, you remember, you remember what I said. You remember who I said I thought was behind the schmominati, right? That same person going to be joining us here in a little while oh. so i might be i might be i might just you know be giving something away you might be you know sending I mean? him a signal you know what you don't know see jen here's the thing don't ask questions that you don't want to know the answers to you should Fair know enough. that you should know that but i hope everyone's doing well today we're gonna have a fun show it's all things spectacular which goes down this saturday december the 12th you can watch the schmodown spectacular by either buying one of the live stream tickets over on the showdownlive.com, or of course, you are a $10 level patron. You get that event as part of that $10 package. There's been a lot of, uh, lot of great pro promotional material, Jen, going into this, and we're going to be your last stop, essentially, for all things The Spectacular. We're going to be getting into all of, our, um, um, all of our predictions, our quick picks, and what have you. And Jen, we have a goal for the people, because what I found out today... Is it you, myself, and our super producer, P to the L to the D, Paul Denuzio? We're all Sagittarius. 
So that means yes. that we all love- Are amazing. True, true. And it means that we all love the holiday season, right? I, I so do. I'm such a sucker. I actually did an IG Live the other day with this lady, Gina Loves Christmas. And we she helped me troubleshoot my Christmas tree and my garland situation in my house. And now my entire living room floor is covered in litter, but that's glitter, but that's besides the point. It's better than cat litter any day. So, you know. That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but I'm obsessed with the holidays. I, I feel like I grew up as one of the Griswolds. So I, I love Christmas Vacation. It's my second favorite Christmas movie of all time. And um, I'm actually going to be talking to the director on my show here coming up soon. But nice. n- none of that. We're, 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 I want to get stay on topic because we have a donation goal that we're trying to hit that's going to be celebratory of the Christmas season. Uh, one of the great Christmas movies of all time has some some memorable characters. And Jen, why don't you let the people know what we're going to do if we hit our $200 goal today? Well, we also figured out before we got on the stream today that you and I both have some, I was going to say we both have some pipes and then realized that came out wrong. But we both can sing really well for the most part. And I feel like what better way to spread holiday cheer than singing loud for all to hear. So Brad and I want to do our rendition of, even though it's, very controversial holiday song now. Maybe it's cold outside, but as Elf and Jolie, right? Yes, yes, yes. So I will be Will Ferrell. You will be Jolie from the movie Elf. We're singing but Baby, It's Cold Outside. I feel like to take this up another level, that we should get a video of you either elfing on an escalator at some point <laughs> or, or and, and, uh, hop like hopscotching over a crosswalk and just, just embarrassing yourself in traffic. I mean, I, I'm down to do that. I'm down to do either. You know what I mean? By uh, the way, guys, I didn't tell Brad I was going to tell him that he had to do this. I'm just putting him on the spot right no, now. No, but I will do that. I will. I, well, do I have to dress up as an elf? Yes. Is that what I have to do? Okay. Definitely. And then hopscotch through a, a crosswalk? Yes. For $200? And you have to ride an escalator in the elf fashion, so... <laughs> Just make sure you don't catch the catch the family ornaments. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. People are going to be seeing that. And they're really going to be like, so what's in this drink? Um, but anyway, that's going to be a $200 goal. That's going to be a $200 goal. We'll sing. I'll dress as an elf. And we got to pay for the costume in some kind of way. So $20 or more, you will hear your super or your schmobot on the air. That's streamlabs.com slash schmodown. Streamlabs.com slash schmodown. We want you to weigh in, though, also, not just to get us to our goal, but we want to hear what you think about the upcoming Schmodown Spectacular. Six matches, star-studded. Two big-time celebrity matches going down. And, of course, you have four championship matches, including that main event, which is Dan Merle versus Adam the Coyote Collins for the Movie Tree of Showdown Singles Championship of the World. The odd couple will be taking on Shazam, challenging for the team's championships. You'll have Chance versus Chandra Dandapani for the Inner Geekdom Championship of the World. Alex Damon versus Ace Cabrera for the Star Wars title. It's all going down. Jim, what match are you looking forward to the most? Oh, God. You know, I'm really looking forward to the team's match. I really, I, I love, I, look, I don't mince any words. I love Odd Couple. I love Mark Andrako. He has a very soft place in my heart. I, I adore him. And I really would like to see them. I mean, granted, I love Shazam as well, but I would really love to see the Odd Couple get the belts back because I don't feel like their title run really Jeremiah got Morris me. Morris donated $20. I need more Christmas cheer. Also, Aquarius is the best. Well, you had me for the first part. You had me for the first part there, Jeremiah Morris. 
Um, yeah, but I just I, feel maybe... like their title run really was cut kind of short, and I would love to see what they're able to do it if they got the belts back again. Yeah, um, I love the odd couple. I'm a big rock stars fan in general. Um, I am looking forward to the Star Wars match though, just because I want to see. I, I, I'm no, no, no joke. If you've listened to the Schmodown Rundown, you know who I'm leaning toward in that match. I just want to see what's going to happen because Ace was so impressive early on in that tournament, throughout the tournament. And then, of course, Alex Damon is Alex Damon. He is who he is. So uh, I'm interested to see how that turns out. Let's get to our quick – or not our quick picks, our rapid-fire round for you today, Jen Sturger. Let's start off with what is the greatest match? When you talk about the spectacular, it is the WrestleMania, the movie trivia showdown. Some of the greatest matches, moments of all time emanated on this hallowed ground. So for you, what is the greatest match in the history – of the spectacle. Oh man. It's so for me it's a it's a tough one because honestly I I really enjoyed last year's spectacular. I, I truly did. And I don't know. Gosh. You know, I should probably prep for these questions so that they are <laughs> rapid fire. Uh but I think actually I'm gonna go with I, I really enjoyed last year's um last year's inner geekdom match because there was just something so special about seeing Smets win that belt finally. It was like he finally conquered that thing that he had set out to do this entire time that he's been in the league. And it was just, there was something just so pure about that moment, all kayfabe aside, you just couldn't help but root for the guy. Even if you're a fan of Mike and a fan of corruption, you were just like, you know what? Good for him. And I just, there was just, I watched the video again of everybody cheering on him on in the lobby. And I mean, it like, it, it just put me in a great mood. Here's the thing. It's hard to, to go against Kevin Smets. It, it was a good moment. But you're going to because you're a jerk. Continue. I, I'm absolutely going to. I love Kevin Smets. Kevin Smets knows I love him. However, we're talking about the greatest match in the history of the movie, True Smodown. That was a phenomenal moment. Was it the greatest match of all time? Ask Mike Kalinowski. He's going to say a hell to the no. What I think the greatest match is, there's two that come to mind. But for me, the greatest match really was that Iron Man match between Ken Knapsack and, uh, oh, my God, why, why, why am I blanking? Uh, Sam Whitworth. I couldn't think of his name all of a sudden. Sam Whitworth versus Ken Knapsack for that Star Wars championship coming down the last second. It had everything that I loved about the showdown from that wrestling perspective, from the competition perspective, from the NBA fan in me that just wants to see a buzzer beater. Um, it had all those elements, and that's why I've always heralded, heralded that match as one of the greatest of all time. And another one, though, that comes to mind that people don't talk about as often. You remember it was showdown spectac spectacular, was it three? I'm assuming it was three, yes. Who's the boss? Shirewolves? Yes. Come on. What a phenomenal match that was. We all thought it was who's the boss's turn. They were going to get the gold. They didn't get the job done. And then that led to the moment that we all remember from Schmodown Spectacular 3 with Andrew Guy spearing Ben Bateman through a table, much to uh, Jen's amusement and entertainment. Uh, it happened. Ben Bateman was eating their sucking floor. And uh, we all enjoyed I that. I really one wanted to see it happen again, honestly, when we went to Houston. But uh, this time the table would have chips on it. I pitched it to Christian, but he wasn't as amused as everyone else was with the idea. So, you know, one day, guys, dream big, dream big. Dream big and big things will happen. So let's get to our second question, because the Shimoda Spectacular also is where you will see the rivalries that you've been watching the entirety of the year finally come to a head. This year, it's really these faction wars. We're going to see, is it Finstock Exchange who still has a chance? Is it going to be um, 
something like the rock stars who can get into that third position to hurt them and in, in the Finstock exchange have been battling, but all obviously the top two teams, Winston Marshall and swag, Shannon Barney and corruption. They're going at it for the number one spot. So we will see these rivalries come to a head. I ask you though, Jen Sturger going into season eight of the movie trivia Schmodown, what's a rivalry that you would like to see? Hmm. I think I would really, really like to see Mike Kalinowski and Ben Bateman if they end up on different teams. I just feel mm. like that matchup is super intriguing to me. And just the amount of trash talk that would come out of those two, it just feels like the right level of douche and douche, like coming at each other and like colliding in movie trivia. You know what I mean? Um, so that's like, honestly, I, I just feel like, I, I feel like everything about those matches from the level of trivia to, to the way that they would carry themselves outside with promos and stuff would be phenomenal entertainment. Douche versus douche. I can see it on the- <laughs> I might get yelled at for that one. Sorry, Christian. I can see it please on the marquee. Don't find me. Round. Don't find me, please. <laughs> yeah, you're take, I'm taking away a JTE rule from you. Um. I think as far as rivalries go, mine does involve Ben the Boss Bateman, the one that I want to see. But if Ben and Bobby Gucci aren't able to patch things up, I do want to see, and they end up on different, I mean, and Ben ends up on a different faction than the Fensock Exchange, which seems likely at this point. Ben has talked about wanting to destroy the legacy of one Tom Dagnito and destroy the entirety of the Finstock Exchange. So for that reason and that reason alone, that's the rivalry that I would like to see going in the next year. But we both picked Ben Bateman. Love that you think. I love that you think that Bring you can destroy a legacy. $20. The spectacular will start with a blackened room and a man sits in a chair turning away from the camera. He starts talking about the things he's done as the leader of the Shmi in a disguised voice. Then he turns around and reveals it's Mark Ellis. <laughs> that, that, could pop, that could happen. Mark Ellis, really? you know playing aloof the whole time, doesn't really ever know what's going on, but has this great way of keeping everything on track. No, I'm sorry. We can leave this for a, we can leave this for a rapid fire next week. Mark Ellis can't go heal ever, period. Uh, you're probably right. Um, let, let's write that down, though. PLD, write that down. We'll we, get on we that have... discussion later. But I love how you think that you can somehow tarnish the legacy of a guy that lives out of his van half the year, so. Hey, when you anybody, talk about Bobby Gucci. <laughs> they say you can, and they say you can't polish a turd either. Um, question, <laughs> question number three, though, in rapid fire, our final one for this week. When we talk about again the Shmodown Spectacular, it is the WrestleMania, and I remember one of the greatest in-ring performers of all time, Shawn Michaels from the WWE. He was referred to often as Mister WrestleMania. In more recent years, Charlotte Flair, the daughter of the Nature Boy, woo, Ric Flair has been regarded as Miss WrestleMania. So I ask you, Jen Sturger, who is Mr. or Miss Spectacular in your mind? Who has owned that event? Who has put their name on it and claimed it as their own? Who is Mr. or Mrs. Spectacular? Man, you know, I would have had an answer a few weeks ago for you. That would have been a little bit different, you know. But if you'd asked me this a couple weeks ago, I would have said it was John Roca. I would have said it was the outlaw because we haven't had a Spectacular without him. And so this year... It, it, it feels like this we're, we're treading into this unknown era because we're not going to have John Roca. You, you are right, but there is somebody 
who is in his atmosphere, John Roca, who is competing this year, and he is headlining an event for another time. Uh, what's it? Is it the third time, I believe? Brynjar Dangerous. Ellison donated $20. He talks about how mad he's been that Christian gets all the credit and attention for creating the Schmodown when they did it together. So he's been building the Schmimanati behind the scenes. It would be an awesome scene and a great heel turn for Ellis. I mean, I mean. I mean, you're convincing me. It's but a good story. Are we sure Ellis isn't the one sending these robots? <laughs> he very well could be. He very as well could like be. A, as like a swerve? He very well could be. I, I'm not sure. But um, but to talk about Mr. Mr. Spectacular, to go back to it, for me, it is dangerous, Dan Merle. Um, just what he's done at the event in years past and the amount of times that his face has been on there. And who could forget, talk about John Roca. He was, he was willing to take on the team of Shazam last year by himself. He was going to do it handicap match style until John Roca tagged in at the last second um, you know, when he was recovering from, what was it, bronchitis or something that he had. Um, so I think that Dan Merle, to me, should be Mr. Spectacular. But I want to see who's in the chat here. Um, someone said Jeff Snyder could be Mr. Spectacular. Sure. I could see that. You could also say that um, um, Rachel Cushing could could be in uh, in the co conversation for Miss Spectacular. Mike Kalinowski has done some good things at Spectacular. Last year, not so much. When you really go through and down the list, it's really only one name. It's really only one name, and it's Dan Merle. Um, and I think that that's who Mr. Spectacular is. And he isn't the best or the greatest just because he's been around forever. It's just he's been around for a long time and stayed at the same level and actually gotten better. Uh, as an overall player. So that's why we always give him the love as the greatest of all time. And in my case, Mr. Spectacular. But Jen, I think that we should move on to our next segment, which is movers and shakers. We talked Let's about a lot it. of, uh, we talked about a lot of stuff going on um, in the free agency season coming up, right? We know that there's going to be only three roster spots for everybody before the draft. So people can go anywhere. So in this show, we like to think of, okay, let's look at the roster as it's currently constructed and think who are they going to be able to keep, who are they, who's going to leave, and what three players should this manager go after. This week, we're doing the Finstock Exchange, which has been a very contentious uh, roster. It really reminds me now of the Houston Rockets, people mm -hmm. <laughs> wanting to leave, people being very open about the um, dysfunction seemingly behind the scenes. Hell, they couldn't even start the season off right without a real-life situation happening when John Roca was taken in the fourth round by Bobby Gucci. So this team has been up and down the entire season. They were really the Golden State Warriors going to be a shoe-in for first place. Now it's looking less likely. But as you look at their roster as it's currently constructed, who are the three that not only do you think Bobby Gucci should keep, who are the three that he could keep? Well, listen, we all know Ben Bateman wants nothing to do with it. So there's one that's completely off the board regardless. Uh, Mark Riley, eh, here's the thing. I am a little concerned with Mark Riley's play as of late. It hasn't felt like, I feel like Mark Riley and John Rocco were both built from a different era in terms of they performed so well in live circumstances in front of an audience and in actual gameplay in a studio. But when it comes to virtual matches, they've kind of left me feeling a little flat. Uh, despite Roca actually playing a really great season, it just hasn't rolled his way, you know? So when I look at these people that he's got to keep, uh, that Gucci's got to keep, I would say Dan Merle, obvious choice. You know, I, I think if you don't take Dan Merle, you're probably drunk. Um, let's see, the Barbarian, 
the Barbarian, I feel like, is another choice that I would probably stick with, as well as Andrew Jamalanta. I feel like those are the people that have given me the most consistent performances, and I feel like those are the people that I'm going to build my faction around next year. And no. I know I left off a very big name, and uh, he probably won't be happy with that, but I feel like at some point you might have to separate the founding fathers and break them up. And obviously maybe pairing them with some younger blood might be good for both of them. You know, honestly, when I'm looking at this list, you know, Ben Bateman, Mark Riley, Dan Merle, John Roca, Andrew DeVolata, the Barbarian, Emily Rose Jacobson, Gray Drake, Cody Hall, Sabrina Ramirez. I'm not sure how, I'm not sure that anybody's going to want to stay with Bobby Gucci. I, I don't think that any of because here's the thing. It's one thing to say, well, I want you were three. saying we were all saying Gucci for manager of the year at the beginning of the season. What has oh, changed? Well, well, we were also all going out to social functions and didn't have to our life didn't revolve around masks. The world changed, Jen Sturger. The world changed. OK, and Bobby Gucci dropped the proverbial football before he got into the end zone. And what happened this season was what you saw, a complete dismantling of what was a great faction at the beginning and the offset of the year. I what are you think talking about, though? It's like it's like Gucci's bane. Like, we adapted the, we adopted the mask. He was born with it. You know what I mean? Oh, sure, like you are. You're adopted the mask. No, I think that <laughs> Ben Bateman is gone. We can all say that. For sure. And I think with Bateman, I think that Ben Bateman and Mark Riley probably separate ways as who's the boss. I'm assuming that. Um, and I don't think Mark Riley wants to stay with, with uh, Finn Stock. I, I think it's time for – they were so good when they were together at the beginning, and I feel like it's, it's you got to shake things up and keep things a little spicy, you know? So uh, Mark Riley, I say, is gone. I say John Roca is not going to stay. He's been flirting with going to other teams literally all year. And I don't know if – the only one on this list that he's going to be able to keep is the Barbarian. I think everybody else either says no to him or they end up in the draft or assigned to another team. Um, ben Bateman is going to sign in free agency. Mark Riley might sign in free agency. Dan Merle, why would you if, – if you don't have John Roca on your team, why are you going to have an allegiance to Finstock? I, I don't think that you have that. Dan Merle can manage himself and pretty much has in some of these recent games. So I think that he's only going to be able to keep the Barbarian and maybe Andrew Demolanta. Maybe. Maybe. But I think, I think just the Barbarian. I think that's the only one. I think he's going to have two open spots going into uh, two open spots. Now, he could convince other people who don't know his ways as of yet and are still, you know, attracted by the allure and the mystique of Bobby Gucci. But I, I don't see any of the same guy that was lauded at, on stage when he basically wore a half shirt. Congratulations to him, by the way, on able to be, being able to pull that off. But, like, everyone was cheering for him on stage. It's spectacular this year. And he has an off year under odd circumstances, and you're just going to throw in the towel and be like, no one wants to stay with him? That's insane talk, Brad. Um, No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, because here's the thing. With, with Bobby Gucci, look, he, he started off – let's look at this as a marriage – he started off as an as a model husband. You know, he he would bring roses home every day, right? He would cook the dinner. He he would take the wife out. He'd hold the door open. He'd take the jacket off and put it over the puddle. Oh, right? Brad, he you was, show he, me firsthand. You are not married. <laughs> however, as the marriage continued to progress throughout the year, he's staying home a little. I mean, he's staying out a little late, not coming home all the time, right? You're wondering why he's taking his paycheck going over across the street to the Bank of America and coming back with a fistful of singles. You're trying to figure it out. 
Then you put it all together. Maybe he's not the man that you thought he was when you said, I do. And that is what Bobby Gucci has become. He is a, 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 a idiot. He is a, a pimp and he is a jerk. And I can't think of any other descriptive words for him. So he's Bobby Gucci and we're going to move on. But that's what I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. I've been wrong predominantly about everything. And somebody who's coming up next is going to tell you how wrong I've actually been. However, what I am excited for, what I'm excited for is to see. I have two great co-hosts. One's Jen Sturger. The other is our guest. And I cannot wait to see. Who knows? They're both back. More coming up next. Coming up next. See where it goes here. Mike sizing this up. And it yes. is somebody can relay what it is. MCU and DCEU. All right, DCEU. All right. All right, if uh Mike and Smets, if you guys can write down your points and just kind of flash them over here real quick just so I can gotcha. And gotcha. Okay. All right. All right, here we go. All right, guys, here is your question. This is DCEU. Yes. All right, guys. In Shazam, who plays Freddie Freeman's adult superhero alter ego? Mike, just trying to pick up a couple points here. That's right. This is a very big for Mike, yeah. question and answer here for Mike. And five, four, three, two, one. Mike, how many points? I bet three. And you said? Adam Brody. Uh, that is correct. And Smet? Adam Brody. And how many? For two points? Two so points. two points for Smets. So Mike's, Mike picks up a point. Mike picks up a point and gets himself within 10 now. So this is big for Mike Kalinowski. If Mike Kalinowski can pick up some points here in the speed round, he finds himself right back in this thing. So it is 16-26, the fifth and final, excuse me, fourth round, and it's a speed round. You guys know how it works. The competitors will get five questions worth one point apiece. They will have two seconds to answer the question. And if you answer it incorrect, lose a point. Correct, get a point. All right, Mark, when you're ready. All, All right. right, so gentlemen, right. as soon so as I see I your buzzer light up green, I'm going to say your name. I'm going to say Mike. Or Kevin, as soon as I say your name, you have exactly two seconds to get that answer right. If it's in more than two seconds or it's incorrect, you do lose a point. Look forward, please. Christian, no, at your ready. Yeah, you got to look forward. You can't look at me. All right, here we go. Question one. What is the name of Bilbo's home? Mike. Back end. Yes, one point. Hold on. In the Star Trek franchise, what is Dr. McCoy's nickname? Mike. Bones. Yes. Okay, number three. In the wizarding world of Harry Potter, what is the charm that unlocks locked items? Kevin. Alohomora. Alohomora. Alohomora, yes. yes. All right, number four. Number four. What is the weapon of choice for the Ninja Turtle, Raphael? Kevin. Yes. And for your last one. Uh, Christian. Big point here. Big point. Correct. So, if Kevin Smets hits this and Mike does not. Or if Mike misses this. Or Mike misses this. 
Kevin Smets will win the title via knockout. Here is the question. Who dismisses Obi-Wan Kenobi as an old fossil? Kevin. Han Solo. And your winner! And move! Movie Trivi Schmodam! Inner Geek Top! Champion of the world! Kevin Smith! And new champion, Kevin Smith! So Kevin Smith does it! He is the new champion! He is the new champion. Kevin Smith has won the title. He's won the title. Kevin is the champion, and he has finally done it. Another rookie to win a championship here tonight. is fantastic. What kind of sh <laughs> And welcome back. And welcome back to coming up next. Are we I'm all the on Greg screen Gilmore. now? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the boat, Brad Gilmore. I'm joined by the Sturge, Jennifer Sturger. And of course, uh, y'all saw him momentarily as he was helping to excavate some mucus from his nose. <laughs> Mr. Frank Janish is here. <laughs> Frank, how you doing? Man? I'm doing good. This is a great start. Great start. It's okay. We're all still learning how to operate this. Yo, PLD, this is your what? Third week on the job, PLD? Third week? Yeah, number three. It Number shows. three, look, we are getting there. Don't worry about it. We love I, it wouldn't be good with me. It was. It was. I meant to do that. Here. I meant to do that. Yeah, he did. yeah, yeah, yeah. But Frank, welcome, welcome to the coming up next is your first time on the show. We're going to be getting into a game here momentarily, which I am going to love. It's called "Who Knows the Boat Better," between my two co-hosts, of course. But <laughs> Frank Janish, um, spectacular is this Saturday. You and I talked about it last week on the Schmodown rundown, some of our picks, but. Really, what does this event mean overall? Why why is it so important to the Schmodown community and to all the players? Well, for a lot of the players who've played in tournaments, this is you know the culmination, all that hard work of winning the tournament, and then here's your payoff. Here's your shot on the biggest stage we have to see if you can go grab the belt. Um, and I think spectacular is something to show for all the hard work, really. I mean, that's what it comes down to for me. Um, and then we have other matches, you know, Kevin Smith, versus Brett Sheridan and Jericho versus Brittany Young. Uh, and those are just, that's just icing on the cake for, for an amazing event we're going to have uh, this Saturday. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to everything uh, regarding the, the spectacular. And Frank, historically speaking, statistically wise, statistically wise, statistics wise. Sure. Um, statistically. Statistically speaking, historically. She knows. Thanks, Jen. Um, I talk who, for a living. Who knows? Yes. Well, you, you couldn't tell. Um, who is who is the, the greatest statistical player in spectacular history? I mean, ooh, that's a good question. That you have the answer to. I think it would have to be Dan Merle. Um, I mean, well, I mean, there's also John Roca, but like he also has not always won in spectacular, right? So, you know, you look at the Ethan Irwin loss, you look at when top 10 loss of the Patriots, you know, in spectacular one. So he has yeah. kind of an uneven history with spectacular. Uh, I think he's certainly the most notable player to play in spectacular, but statistically it, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough uh, event to play. There's a lot of eyes on you. There's, there's all the pressure in the world is on you. So we always haven't seen the best of play. I think another guy could be Alex Damon. You know, he's he's going to be playing a few of these, and he's always dominant when he plays Star Wars. True. We'll see what he does this year again. I'm assuming more of the same. So I think maybe Alex Damon and Dan Merle, because Dan Merle's headlined a couple times now, this one being the second coming Saturday. So I would, I would lean towards those those two guys. And I, I think that this weekend, there's six matches, like you said before. We kind of previewed it a little bit last week. But are you still sticking with the match that you're looking forward to the most? What you said Absolutely. last week on the rundown? Okay, Absolutely. Well, I mean, Adam, Collins, yeah. Adam Collins, Dan Merle, I mean, this one is huge. Uh, Adam Collins is looking to go 7-0. and for First time for a rookie to do that, start 7-0 and, and tie Sam Levine's seven-game win streak through the span of 2017-2018. That's huge. Dan Merle trying to defend the belt for the third time in one reign, never been done even by him. So he's going for more history to add to the four, you know, the four time single champion title that he has. And Collins looks like a machine. He's missed five questions in six matches this year. You know, Dan Merle has had to come from behind a couple of his matches to win them. So what is this match going to look like in the end? I don't know. I'm insanely curious, and we're finally going to find out Saturday. If I had to guess anything, that these two can go to sudden death, and I really hope oh, it yeah. ends that way. I truly do, because <laughs> that attack. is what the people want, okay? <laughs> but I have yeah. to ask you and put you on the spot for a second. If Collins wins this, does that solidify him not only as rookie of the year, but potentially as player of the year? I've been thinking about this, because if Jeff Snyder – becomes a three-time team mm. champion. You look at the run he had, obviously winning the team's tournament. It's finalist in the singles tournament. It's real close. It is real close. I think certainly Adam Collins will have the numbers on his side, but Jeff Snyder's numbers aren't too far behind Adam Collins, actually. So it's going to come down to certain little things that I think – all their fans that would definitely are, solidify him as comeback player. Snyder is comeback player of the year for sure. Yeah, I would I would think so. I mean, I think it's always – I've seen the arguments out there. I don't know if uh, a player who's had a bell can have a, be a comeback player of the year, this and the other. I think from the level that he played at to come back at the level that he has played at, I think is another aspect to look at and keep in mind. I but, think we were all a little shook when he lost last year in New York, you know? So I yeah. feel like this has been a, a, a true story of, of his comeback in terms of getting back to the level of play that we're used to seeing from Snyder, not only as a singles player, but in teams as well. 
Yeah, really? I mean, going back to that Bibiani. It's a watch, Snyder right? songs. It, oh my god, the Bibiani match is one that I see in my nightmares. Where I'm just like, <laughs> he just gave up. Yeah, yeah, you guys talked about Snyder songs earlier in the year, and I mean, that's for a reason. There's a resurgence. Yeah. Well, it's of because Snyder's we're song. always on, like, on we're always like ahead of the curve when it comes oh, to that right, stuff. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> that's well, what okay, we do. That's what we do here. Oh, okay. Hold on, hold on. Coming up okay, next, hold on. Look, here's the guy. Here's the thing, guys. Here's the thing, guys. I love both of these shows equally. Okay, I do. I do. No I one's asking you to people. choose, Brad. That's that, where'd that come from? I mean, one what? of us is asking you to choose for sure, but that's <laughs> see, and that's my point. That's my point. Now, here's the thing. You know, Frank, we've been doing the show for how long together? Uh, almost three and a half years. Three years. Three and, really? Okay. Yeah. How yeah, do you not even years. know your anniversary? <laughs> I'll I'll I never put a ring on it. You never put a ring on it. I, didn't, I know I didn't wife up Frank, although I wanted <laughs> three more years days. and you owe him half your crap in California. Okay. <laughs> Good thing I don't live there. Uh, we live in Texas. Damn it. Um, and then Jen, you and I have done this show since what? August, September, September. Yeah, But we've known each other to like through pro wrestling stuff for a while. Yeah, you know? A few years, a couple of years. Okay. So we're going, when we both co-host shows with, I co-host shows with both of you and we thought it'd be fun to see which one of you knows the boat better, okay? And what I've done is I've prepared five questions of things that I've either, I've either said on this show or I've said on the other show, oh, or maybe oh. that I've never said at all. And you have to see if you can get all of them correct or who will get the most correct. This is like movie trivia showdown action right now, except for the movie starring directed and written by the boat brad gilmore okay so i i want to you know remain objective here so i'm going to be kind of just making sure everything goes down pld has been given the questions okay pld will read you each question we need each of you to either to write your question down on a electronic device of some kind i wasn't told to bring props PLD did tell you. I heard him tell you, Jen. See, this is that's why that's I like weird. Frank. Brad didn't tell you, Jen, because Brad specifically texted me individually, I personally. I did to make sure I bring a whiteboard and and dry erase marker. Going that's really. Down, I also. Janish. You're going down. <laughs> I also called him Playboy in the text. If that's yeah, I left that out for a reason. But did that, you spell it with an I at the end too? Get out of here. No, I should have though. That'd be should have. Yeah. So. Uh, are are the both of you ready? Jen, do you have anything to write with? Have you come prepared? No. So what are you going to do? My, How are we going to do this? Write with my blood, sweat, and tears. Oh, wow. I'll type it in my phone, okay? Type it in your phone. Jesus. Jesus. Or Jen can answer first. And then Brad can then... I will just type it in my phone. Okay. Okay. Uh, I okay. do have to say so, real quick, uh, before the show started, you did call Frank a slug, though, also. <laughs> I did not call him a slug. That is a lie. That is a lie and a half. And I will defend that to the, the ends of the earth. I did not call you a slug. Oh, it's gonna no, be what so I said, weird. What for I you said guys. is I just want to clarify this. You know, when you have like the live video up first, like hey, coming soon or whatever, uh, or we'll be on momentarily. That's called like a slug, an opening slug, right? PLD, do you hear and a lot I of said, excuses right now? No, no, no. I said, is the <laughs> slug ready? Right? And then PLD said, I think Frank's still in the waiting room. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what he said. Okay. Sorry. 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 All right. So five questions in the all category right. of the best of all time. Brad Gilmore. Jen Sturger, are you ready? Let's do this. Frankie Boy Janish, are you ready? Yeah. PLD, let's get to question let's number one. Let's get ready oh. to let's... vote down. <laughs> and by the way, people in the chat, I want you all to, uh, to weigh in too, if you know. 
Okay, go ahead, Peel. Uh, these questions are very flowery, I must say. Uh, they're not going to be the same on screen because Brad decided to make them, give them some extra verve, let's say. But the first question we have... Uh, the boat is great at many things. Not only is he wildly attractive and supremely intelligent, but he's also known to boat it down in the kitchen. Brad claims to be the best at making what Mexican food? Yes. I, you know, I am good. I mean, the boat's great at all things. Um, you know, Mexican food being from Texas, obviously, you know, we have to have to know how to do that. PLD, we have to know how to do the Mexican food. I don't know. <laughs> down. We never talked food, Brad. We never talked food. I Ed, took you to food. Five. Yeah, but we don't four. talk about it. Three. We talked while we were there. Two. Yeah. One. And pens down. Jen, what do you think? I don't I don't really know. I just guessed. Salsa. Salsa. Frank, what Ooh. do you say? I said quesadillas. The answer? Is salsa. salsa. The salsa. <laughs> That's. It's funny because when she when she said that, I was like, "Man, that actually sounds right." <laughs> I was like, "I remember when we were talking about hot sauces. You're like, this yes. isn't as good as the stuff I make." Yes. See, see, she listens. We're off okay. to a great start once again. WTF, Frank? I heard right, you were to, bad at this. Let's go to yeah. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you're so confident. Let's go to question number two. Number two, The Boat published his first book this year, Back from the Future, a celebration of the greatest time travel story ever told, which if you didn't know, and I'm, I don't know how you wouldn't if you watched the show, it was a number one bestseller on Amazon. Jesus Christ. The Get the question. <laughs> the Boat dedicated this book to his parents, The Float, and who else? Yeah. Dedicated the book to the folks, of course, the finest lady of all time, Miss Did Farrell. they read your book, though, Brad? Did they read your book? I don't book? know. Jen I actually did. had a little blurb in the book, like printed in the, in it the book. It better have been dedicated to me, but I don't think it was. Uh, come on, guys. This is the dedication page. My favorite page in the book is the dedication page. It goes to hell in a handbasket after that. <laughs> <laughs> and five, four. Three, two, one. Pens down. We'll go with Frank first this time. I said his grandparents. And Jen? Jen? Um, this is like my John Roca answer because you can barely read it. Like time travel fans, fans of Back to the Future. <laughs> it was my grandparents. Frank Damn Jen has it. got it right. Frank Jen has got it right. Kick it, sound effects? I don't yes. need anything. You got sound effects? You got That's right. Okay, okay let's go to question number three. So far, we're tied. All right. Uh, the Boat is a proud Texan who, next to Matthew McConaughey, is the most popular Texas resident based on recent polling data. And, of course, we all know how accurate polling data is. Uh, the Boat claims he is from Houston, but his address is actually in what city? Mm. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm a proud Houstonian. However, no, I am on the no. outer limits. I am on the outer limits of the city. So I just, I, and I've said it before. Jake Acovetta knows, because he's brought it up to me multiple times. He's like, blah, 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 really isn't Houston. I say, Jake, you're really not American. I actually knew this one myself. Oh, oh you did? I, I what is PLD knew it. I, and I'm only your producer, so. Yeah, he's only the producer. And I've been and I've been to that part too. Yeah, y'all were in the neck of the woods. And five, four, three, 
two, one. We're going to go with Jen first on this one. I said the verbs, bitch. <laughs> I'll give half credit for that. I'll definitely give half credit for that. Frank, no, credit. no, no, that's no not credit. a place. Zero credit. Zero credit. What'd you I don't say, know, Frank? I, does it start with a P? I can't. No. <laughs> I don't remember. Uh, someone guessed Corpus Christi in the chat. That's wrong. No, I know the, that. The answer is Friendswood, Texas. Friendswood. I live in Friendswood, Texas. A, that. There's a day. They, they, there's a day they, for you. Yes. Booker, Booker like, T and Brad Gilmore Day yeah, is July the 5th in Friendswood, Texas, just so everybody I knows. That's know that. What the, you know. That's true. Okay. So that we're, th we're through three. Here's the thing. Let's, let's set the scene again. We're through three questions. Okay. It's tied one to one with two questions remaining of who knows the boat Better, we continue on, PLD. All right, the boat is madly in love with the float and thinks there is no finer woman on the planet. There's not. However, Brad has had a longtime crush on what actress and even <laughs> slid into her DMs at one point. These are all facts. <laughs> These are all facts. These are all facts. I would draw a little picture, but I'm not going to. Because this is... Would it be a little picture? <laughs> exactly, Brad. Yes, you know, um, love the finest lady of all time, of course. Uh, we've already talked to her about it before. I dedicated a book to her. But, you know, there are some women who will catch my eye on the big screen. This we is all have our crushes. The most frequent one. All right. And five. If anybody in the chat knows it, I'm curious. Four. Someone said three, Dame Judy Dent. <laughs> one. And Frank, you first. That would be J-Lo. Ooh, and Jen. Jen? That would be J-Lo, and that is a butt emoji. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna, <laughs> that's what I was going to do, but I was like, nice. Make sure we <laughs> yes. talk over it so I don't get a copyright, because you yeah, will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Lopez, big fan, big, Man, big fan. I was hoping big to pull, pull into the lead with that one, but that's not the case. So wait. Are we, we're still tied. Yeah, oh tied. we are still tied. And we're going into the fifth and final question here in Who Knows the Boat Better? It's anybody's ball game. PLD, who are you putting money on right now? Anybody's boat. Uh, if I had to put money on, well, I work with Jen more, so I'm going to have to go with Jen. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? <laughs> I know where my, we'll my bread is. He knows who pays his bills. Exactly. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Smart. All right, fifth Christian, and final question. <laughs> I was like, yeah. Fifth and final question. Okay. Who knows the boat better? Let's go, PLD. The Schmodown community has been awesome to the boat, and he truly wouldn't have been able to accomplish anything without the support of all the members, viewers, listeners, and fans of the MTS. The boat has been blessed to have incredible co-hosts, including the ruggedly handsome Jen Sturger and the neck-breaking knockout Frank Janish. That is true. However, you enjoyed this way too much. That's all I'm saying. Brad would really love to host a show with which Schmodown personality? Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all two are all right. I've had my eye on a new ting. A new ting. We swiped on one another and everything. It's true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just, this is all honesty. It's all honesty. You know, all honesty. All honesty. <laughs> A lot of people here. It's a, a lot it, of people that work this is a my guess, ball. but... Has know. this person been a guest on our show? I don't know mm. to answer that or not, have I? I don't... Um, I don't actually, I don't remember. <laughs> if I can answer. There's too many shows. Yeah. 
I'll give you an extra five seconds because we do have I'm a lot good. of people. You good? All right. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Five. Okay. Then let's just this go is... ahead and do it. You're already good. Go. Four, <laughs> five, three, two, five, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, bleep me. Yeah, bleep I'll put her. money Damn in the. Sw- someone put money in the swear jar for me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. And... He's having too much fun. So, uh, Jen first. I said the queen of corruption herself, Ooh. Shannon Barney. Oh, and Frank. Frank. I said Mark Ellis. And y'all are both incorrect. Yeah. Both of you are incorrect. It is Winston A. Marshall, even though he's from Dallas. Wow. Dang. You totally Winston. made, you just made this up right on spot. A. <laughs> Marshall. So y'all tie. I feel like, should there be a tiebreaker? I, yes. I didn't think that we would do this. You should. You can oh, my one gosh. On the spot. You have to come up with one on the spot. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Guys, have your have have your notebooks ready. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. You know, I am a longtime admirer of professional wrestling. I have worked oh, for the no. past eight years <laughs> with WWE Hall of Famer twice over Booker T. And he is, without a doubt, one of the greatest of all time. But who is the boat's favorite wrestler ever? This this is a I think this is a good one. This is a little unfair because I have limited knowledge of this arena, but I feel like I think I might know this. I hope I would hope I would hope that both of y'all would at least I know Jen, we we haven't had a lot of these conversations. We haven't. We shockingly. Have. Yeah. You know, we're normally talking about the Schmodown. We're talking about what the what era? Uh attitude. Attitude era. Attitude era. Okay, sure. Well okay, damn it. Attitude that's, era. That helps. Sure. That helps. That helps. Well, damn it. Anybody in the chat got any questions? Any right. Is, it the same, is it the same organization? Huh? It's oh. from that organization? What from, organization? From WWE and Ad yes. Era is what she's asking. Okay, y'all are trying to get real specific here, <laughs> but sure, yes. All right, and we got five, four, JTE. three. Okay, <laughs> the boat is a long time admirer of professional wrestling and has worked for the past eight years with WWE Hall of Famer twice over Booker T. However, who is the boat's favorite wrestler of all time? I don't know, PLD. I'm PLD, you don't, I don't think we, we don't really talk wrestling that much either. Not a whole Even. lot, so I don't know. I had some guesses, but my initial guess is probably wrong. But Oh, God, I'm so torn between these two. Can I write both of them down and just give me a half point? I'll win by a half point. That's fine. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to write down 17 names. I'll win by a 17th of a point. Can I do that? I'll give you, you two. Quesadillas, Frank? Why did you have to say quesadillas? Because you, know? you like saying right. the word quesadilla. So I was like, maybe he likes making them. All right, five. Yeah. I also like saying chapon. Four. Same. Three. Two. One. And we'll go with Frank first. I said The Rock. And Jen? I said it's either Steve Austin or Mick Foley. And your winner, the Illa boy from Illinois, Frank Jingo. Oh, it is the rock. It is. I was going to say a recount. I demand a recount. If Jen didn't ask for that clarification, I had Ric Flair written down on my board. Woo! But then when you said Attitude, Attitude Era, I went. Okay, I want to go with the Rock. You know, that's actually my guess was too. It was gonna be Ric Flair, and then he said attitude. That changed my mind. Yeah, finally, right, the Frank fine. has won a game. Frank <laughs> Janish, we appreciate you so much, my man, for coming in. And, and again, uh, other than the main event, what are you looking forward to for Spectacular? I'm looking forward to 
Kevin Smith and Brett Sheridan. I think that one's going to be hilarious. Okay, interesting stuff. Well, Frank, we appreciate you for joining us on the show. You are the winner. You know the boat better. I feel like we might have to revisit this someday. You know, with an expanded uh, quiz. I know Jen is big mad right now. So and bad. We're gonna we're gonna try to calm her down in the break. Coming up next. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Frank. Stop your video real quick. <laughs> I'm just gonna stop this video. Real quick. I want steel to sharpen steel. I want the best of the best to clash nope, against each other the, every uh, single week. I want the best of the best to win every single week, and I want to face the absolute <laughs> best of the best to win this belt. Because if they take it from me, I want uh, to be yeah, fair and square. I want to face the best of the best. Thank you, Frank. Appreciate that. Michael Kite. And your winner! Uh, Charlize Theron. Miles Davis. Superman the movie. I'm just gonna go right into, uh, quick picks. We got a lot of quick picks.
it's time for the movie trivia And welcome back to coming up next. Jen Sturger has uh, not taken the loss too kindly. You should have heard the nope. profanity-laced rant that she just went on during the break. Um, I was a little bit afraid for my life, even though I was only on a Zoom. Jen, however, we will we will recover. Don't worry. We will get better at this. You and I will. We, look, 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 look. This is, this is. Who do you have look. better chemistry with, okay? Look, I'm not here. Look, that's for the fans to say, okay? That's for the listeners to say. I'm just I'm just here to do a job. Okay? They said we had sibling sibling rivalry, but sexual tension. <laughs> I was like, "What cruel intentions reboot are you guys writing?" That sounds that sounds like a uh, a cutting room floor version of Back to the Future, right? Um, <laughs> however, we have to make our quick picks. Let's do for, it for the spectacular. This is this really Jen. This is for the spectacular championship of the world. This is for the coming up next title. Who's going to get the predictions correct between me, you and P to the L to the D. Okay. Pretty long. You know what that last letter means. Um, let's get to, uh, <laughs> let's get to the segment right, right now. Um, woo. Oh, this show has gone off the rails segment. So quick picks. Let's go. Spectacular. The first, uh, what's the first match we have up? Alex Damon versus Ace Cabrera. Is that correct? PLD, who you got? Oh, well, we got to go with Jen first. Got to go with my order of choosing. Oh, I'm sorry. So Jen. We go with Jen, Jen first. first. Jen, then me, then PLD. I'm sorry. Correct. For Alex Damon, Ace Cabrera? Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with, uh, stick with the horse that got me here and uh, go with Alex Damon. I just feel like he has had way too much time to prepare and to find out more about his opponent. And uh, he's just kind of gotten to sit back on his laurels and keep learning things about Star Wars. So I, I can't pick against Alex Damon. Okay. Okay. Um, I am going with Ace Cabrera. I am, uh, and you'll see this is a recurring theme for my picks. I think that if you're staying, you know, active and you're warm, you, you don't have to worry as much. You know, you've gotten all these reps in. You're, you're well-practiced. And that tournament was about the best practice that you can get as a competitor. I'm going Ace Cabrera to dethrone the indomitable Alex Damon. PLD. Okay. Uh, I, too, am going with Alex Damon. I agree with Jen. I think he's unstoppable okay. at this point. Um, I, not that Ace has been bad. Ace has had a great run this year. But it's not going to be enough to overtake the Sith Lord. Yeah, nothing that, that Ace has come up against to date is anything remotely close to Alex Damon. Right. And I think that while he, he he may be the second best player in Star Wars, that's not enough to get you a belt. Okay, so we have two for Alex Damon, one for Ace Cabrera. I'm standing on a lonely island with my, my swag squad pick. But that's, that's, Enjoy. that's fine. That's fine. You know what? I like it like that. You know, by the way, by the way, as it stands now, I'm nine and two in these predictions. I am the boat of the predictions right now. Uh, PLD seven and four. Jin, you are eight and three. Okay. Mm. You're, so right now, you might want to listen to me. You know, you might want to take a couple notes. 
okay. You're having a good run. I know a thing or two. You're having okay. a good okay. run. Okay. I'm having a great run. <laughs> um, next match, Chris Jericho, Le Champion, the demo god himself, taking on the glow star, Brittany Young. This is both of their second matches. Both of them are 0-1. Uh, Jin, who you got? Well, seeing as Glow got canceled because of stupid COVID, uh, Brittany's had a lot more time on her hands to get ready for this match and prepare for this match. While Jericho has TV every single week, and I know he's working on several other projects as well. Uh, so I am going to go with Brittany on this one because I feel like she's had more time to prepare for this match, and I believe she will come ready to go. I can only look based on their last performances. And Jericho, I found to be more impressive against Kevin Smith than I found Brittany Young to be against Jada Paramo. And that is why I am going with the Ayatollah of rock and roll, Y2J, Le Champion, Chris Jericho. I think it's going to go out there. It's going to be a close match. I think that this is a real pick this match in general. I think it's going to be close. I think Jericho wins it with his five. PLD, who you got? I got to go Jericho, too. He's going to be intimidating as heck. He is heated. He is heated after that loss to Kevin Smith, and the heated Chris Jericho is a dangerous Chris Jericho, and I don't know if Brittany Young can stand up to the intimidation factor of Mr. Chris Jericho. Well, at least he won't have to worry about a Brittany Young slice on the wheel. Very true. (laughs) It's very true. Good point, Jen. Very good point. Uh, Let's go to our next match. Chandru, the Chosen, versus Chance, the Cobra. Um, this is for the Inner Geekdom Championship of the World. Jennifer Starcher. Oh, Chandru versus Chance. I want to pick Chance. I truly do, because I really would love to see Chandru uh, drop down a peg, to be honest. Uh, I've had enough Not of the fan? dancing. I've had No, I've had enough of the dancing. I've had enough of the uh, just the, the super snarky, uh, I'm better than you thing. Uh, but that said, no one has shown me that they can keep up with Chandru yet. Yet. So I, I'm going to have to stick with Chandru retaining it this time. Well, I think that Chance Ellison is going to go in there and he's going to take care of business. I didn't see him um, winning this tournament. I, I did not think that he was going to pull it off, but he did. And I think that this is another man who's had nothing but time on his hands during the quarantine era of the movie Tribute Schmodown. And I think that he's studied up and he's ready to go. Um, again, Chandru, I can't take away from how incredible of a player he is. And if he wins, I will not be surprised, even in the slightest. I just think that Chance Ellison could be that guy. And I look at the history of the Intergeekdom Championship. Since Jason Inman, it hasn't been successfully defended. Hasn't been successfully defended in the modern era, as they say. So that's why I think that Chance Ellison, he's got math and momentum on his side. I'm going with the Cobra. Uh, PLD, who you got? All right, look, uh, Chandru needs to get smacked in the face, I think. I'd love to see, uh, Ch- I'd love to see Chance do it. But We're lucky we're not doing in-person interviews, is all I'm saying. <laughs> but let's face it. Chandru beat Kevin Smith and has had nothing to do but dance and watch movies. Chance has been doing team Sometimes simultaneously. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't get bonus points for that, though, thank God. Uh, but Chance does have had to concentrate on the singles tournament, the teams tournament. He was doing other things and, and really concentrating on the inner geekdom. I don't know if he had enough time to really sink mm-hmm. into the inner geekdom mm-hmm. at that point. I got to go with Chandru with the distracted Chance, unfortunately. Ugh. So you're a front runner is what you're saying. That's fine. Um, let's go to the odd couple taking on the champions, Shazam, the odd couple winning the tournament, uh, going the full distance, beating out all the top competition to get this opportunity to face William the Beast Bibiani and Brendan the Kid Meyer in their first championship defense. 
Jen Starger, who you got? Hmm. Odd couple. I think it has to retain, honestly. I mean, odd, odd couple has to, sorry, blah, 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 blah. Odd couple is who I'm going with. I don't think Shazam can retain. Retain. There we go. There we go. We got Jesus. you there. Sorry, look, it's look, been look. a long day. We got you there. I'm it's still right. shaking up that I lost to Frank. To Frank. Of all people, to Frank. Are you kidding me? To the slug himself. I'm going to get that get that going. Oh, my gosh. He has so many nicknames. I'm going the odd couple, too. Um, Frankie the only... numbers slug does not work. <laughs> no, no, no. no. He... He's he, No, he's numbers. He's stats. He's the truth. He's uh, Jenga. I'm like. He's Slug's West work. Coast Frank. He's the Illa boy from Illinois. He's got, a, he's got it all going on. Now he's the slug, too. Uh, I'm going with uh, Odd Couple as well, just because of, of what they were able to show me in that tournament and how great the Jeff Snyder has been. The snyder son has been look, a real they've thing. they've been there before. So they've it's not before. like they're going – exactly. It's not like they're going to be coming to this cold turkey and not understand what to expect when they get there. The fact that Jeff Snyder has had as much success as he has during this digital era, mm-hmm. I feel like – it speaks highly for for the odd couple's success rate. What was that? Was that the sh- was that the sh- show any? Brad, you're did muted. We just, did we just lose Brad? Brad's muted. He muted himself. Oh, this is maybe he's moving out of here. Oh, now he's so. Oh, cool. this is beautiful. Oh there no. You go. Now it's all done. Oh, no. oh, we're losing Brad. Oh, okay. Hi guys. So, uh, <laughs> sorry. That's okay. Sorry. Figure that out. My bad. Okay. Oh, uh, that was a, a fire alarm, I think, or something going off, or a smoke detector. And that was not a hashtag blame PLD moment. That was not me just saying that. Nevertheless. No, that was a hashtag. <laughs> that was the hashtag Shmominati. That was, that was the Shmominati. And look, it was when we were talking smack about Frank. When we started talking smack about Frank, all this stuff started to happen. But I'm going with the odd couple as well. Uh, PLD, who you got? Uh, I have to say that I'm going to go with the odd couple as well. I'm surprised we're all on the same page. But this feels like Jeff Snyder's year. I feel like he's going to get rewarded like karma-wise for the, the amount of work he's put in, the, the year he's had. He's going to get rewarded with a belt at the end of the year. I love Shazam, but it's going to be Jeff Snyder and Mark Andrejko. And Mark Andrejko. Let's not leave out the, the guy who was one question away. A question about ready to rumble away from being the movie trivia showdown singles champion. We move on to Absolutely. Kevin Smith versus Brett Sheraton, um, or Sheridan, excuse me, a uh, friend of the show, Brett Sheridan is, but I, I don't know how he's going to fare on this one, Jen. What do you think? Uh, I heard we may have a celebrity appearance instead of Brett. Like he may call in a, a favor from a friend, like in that kind of way, you know what I'm saying? So um, I don't know. I, I, I think... I think you make enough movies in your lifetime, you probably know something about movies. And so I'm going to stick with Kevin Smith on this one. Yeah, I'm going Kevin Smith as well. Um, I think that Brett, Brett was a fun, it was a fun match when he played uh, uh, Bonnie Somerville, but he didn't know who Odd Job was. He didn't know who Odd Job was. I can't go with somebody who doesn't know who Odd Job was, no matter how much I like the guy. So I'm going with the man who directed Dogma, which quickly became one of my favorite movies. All of a sudden, I saw it for the first time. Love it. Um, going Kevin Smith. Yeah, and that's me too. I mean, I initially thought when Kevin faced Chris Jericho that he might have some recall issue given his uh, his his tendencies, but he proved himself uh, worthy. I think he's going to do very well against Brett. I think Brett might do decently, but Kevin Smith's going to come out on top. And then finally, we get to our main event, Adam the Coyote Collins versus Dangerous Dan Merle. 
There we go, Jen. Thank you. Versus Dangerous Dan Merle, <laughs> the man who I just claim to be Mr. Spectacular. Jen, do you think you'll continue to be Mr. Spectacular and do the undoable by defending this championship for the third time in one reign in one season? Is it going to happen? Listen, I love Dan Merle. I'm a huge Dan Merle fan being a Florida State alumni. Dan and I have a really great relationship in terms of just working together with one another and working well together. That said, if I were... Lee Corso right now, I would be taking the coyote head and I would be putting it on right now because I am going to go with Adam Collins. I feel like this kid has won everything that has been put in his path with the exception of teams. And I don't think that the teams thing is something that he should be, that he's going to carry with him into this match. But I do think that he is going to come into this match hungry and he's going to come in ready to win. She's going with Adam the Coyote Collins. And you know what? To continue my trend of picking all tournament winners, I'm going with Adam Collins as well. I think that Dan Merle is great. I think that he can beat anybody. Dan Merle should beat anybody, but correction, he's not going to beat Adam the Coyote Collins. PLD, the final prediction is for you. I am going with the two of you. I said it before. Until oh. Adams Collins loses in singles, I can't bet against him. Uh, this is going to be his year, I think, at this point. It's been a great story leading up to the spectacular, and why not tip it off with a bow or cap it off with a bow? So Adam Collins. Well, there you go. The comment section officially hates us now. <laughs> Nothing but Merle, Merle, goat. Goat emoji. <laughs> go to Moji, go to Moji, Merle, 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 Merle. I'm sure that we're going to get called stupid and all kinds of other names that aren't appropriate to say on this show because, Jen, we're not supposed to use profanity. Um, but Sorry about that. Nevertheless, uh, I think that those are our predictions. The Spectacular, again, goes down this Saturday, the 12th of December. Remember, remember the 12th of December and go over to the Schmodownlive.com if you want to get tickets, your live stream tickets, or become a Patreon of the Movie Cheer Schmodown at the $10 level. The beautiful Miss Jen Sturger will be doing the Ruggedly handsome. Oh, ruggedly handsome. The ruggedly <laughs> handsome. Jennifer Sturger will be doing the uh, post-match interviews, which is going to be a fun return to form for you. I will be taking on the uh, the hosting duties of the pre-show along with Frank the Slug. Nice. So I'm looking forward to that. And there's going to be a really fun evening. But, PLD, did we did we get to anything that we, we didn't get to? Did we miss any Super Chats? No, we didn't. Awesome. We Great. just missed. We missed our goal to, to be an elf. So guess what? You get off on this one. You don't have to dance like around like an elf. I don't have to dance or sing. Or yeah, he just doesn't have like to that. tape it. He probably does dance around like an elf on his own time. But Exactly. We just it. won't see it on the internet anymore. You just won't be able to see it. No proof. Picture didn't happen. Jen Sturger, why not let the people know where they can find you and follow you? At Jennifer Sturger, guys, on all the socials. Please give me a follow. Follow. I miss you guys. A follow? A follow. A, a follow, fall? follow, follow. <laughs> uh, <laughs> At Brad Gilmore on all social media. Guys, it's been a long day. <laughs> Next week, we'll be breaking down all the things that happen at the Schmodown Spectacular number five. But until then, I can't wait. We'll see you then. Peace, guys. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. 
They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. 